everybody to Word of Freedom Podcast. My name is Mary, and this is my husband, Chris. We are going to continue talking about... Now faith is. Amen. Amen. So Mary, will you pray for us? Yeah. Father God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for this time that we get to come together to hear your word, to share your word. And again, I thank you for the anointing upon your word, for as it goes out, it shall not return to you void. That is your declaration upon your word. So Lord, as this word goes out, let it pierce our hearts, be written upon our very hearts that hmm, whatever is in our heart may flow off our tongue. And that's our faith, our hope in you, Lord Jesus Christ, who was and is and always will be. Father, I thank you for your provisions along with your blessings and your guidance. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So guys, we're going to pick up where we, kind of where we left off last time. But remember that the, the key thing that we're looking at is in Hebrews chapter 11, in verse 1 and verse 2, I guess, where it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of of things not seen for by it faith the elders have obtained a good testimony and we left you guys off last time with um proverbs 13 12 mm-hmm. where it says that hope deferred makes a heart sick amen mm-hmm. and we talked about this how how this heart sick is um some will think of it as like a love sick Right or things, but I don't think that's what the uh, what the author is getting at here in Proverbs, right? Right, and nor is it what faith is the evidence of, right, or <laughs> the substance true. of. Excuse me, the substance. Remember, we talked that the substance in uh, Hebrews eleven is talking about like the foundation. Yes, it's the uh, what things are built upon. So our faith is what we are building our hope upon. It's a substance of things hoped for. So therefore, it's it's not a hope that's deferred, you know, which means like it's um, kind of waiting off in the distance. It's actually right now, yes, right? Yes, yes. But it says in this proverb that 13, 12, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. And we talked a little last time about how Jesus is the... Uh, the true vine, right? And we are the branches that have been grafted in, and how he's actually the author and, and finisher of our faith. Amen. So we want to continue on this, on this this premise. I know we talked a lot last time about the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And Mary, you had an amazing um, kind of an epiphany of of the word evidence, right? How you said it was kind of like we have evidence of the perpetrator of a crime. Right. Well, as a Christian, we have evidence of the cross. Yeah. We have evidence of Jesus Christ. We have evidence that proves that the Bible is what it says it is. Yep. Right? So our faith is the evidence in our life of what we hope for and of what we believe. Yeah. But I really want to kind of look at like faith. It says here in Hebrews that now faith is right that's and it, and it, yeah <clears throat> i was just going to say that is what you really wanted to bring about is how now 
faith is. Yeah, now is the time for faith. Yes. The scripture says that now is the day of salvation, mm-hmm. right? So this word now is is very um how do you say explicit? It is it's it's not tomorrow faith that they're talking about. Right. Nor is it yesterday's faith. Right. Because you see yesterday we we had faith for yesterday and maybe we were believing for something in the future. Mm-hmm. But today we get faith for today. Yes. And it's this faith that we walk in. It's this faith that we rely upon. So one of the questions that we have, or that I have, mm-hmm. where do we get this faith? Good question. And scripture tells us that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. I'd like to show you guys just a couple other scriptures that, that really um, highlights where we get faith and what faith is. In comparison to Jesus Christ, in comparison to the overarching story. So if we go to Romans chapter 10, we'll see what Paul has to say, something amazing. A lot of us may know what the what I'm going after here. and This is where faith is coming from. And in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it's, it's a really, uh, dare I say, a famous verse. But do you have it? Yeah. Okay, go ahead and read that. Romans uh, 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes to us from hearing, and that hearing is not just of generic, overall, everyday stuff. It comes from somewhere specific. It comes from the hearing by the word of God. Yes, but realize that it's also not the physical hearing. No, it's a spiritual. It's a, it, yeah, it's a a hearing that we come to know. Yeah, it's it's the receiving of this word, right? Yes. So check this out. Let's go to John one. Um, this uh, this actually came to me last night when I was uh, speaking to our church in Pakistan. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just like God just like dropped this right in my head. <laughs> Here you go, Chris. Don't forget, I. I love how he does this. He's like, as I'm as I'm speaking, as I'm sharing the word that he's given me, he's like, oh yeah, and this scripture goes in there, and this scripture, and they're not <laughs> in my notes. They're nowhere to be found. It's just like God just says here, and and you know, it just dawned on me again. This is what Jesus said the Holy Spirit would do. Right? He will bring to remembrance all things I have taught you. Oh, yeah, which means we don't have to memorize things. We just have to read them and get them in. Okay, well, memorization is a good thing because it says that we are to meditate upon the word. Right. Right. I guess I meant not just for head knowledge. Yeah, and it can't be. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Sorry. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. (laughs) I have it memorized. (laughs) Well, you have it memorized, but has that memory sunk down into your heart? Thank you. That's what I was trying to (laughs) say. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sidetrack. Sorry. Sorry. This is is us, guys. This is what we do. This is how things roll. In John chapter 1, we're going to see... Now let's let's um, keep our finger. Neither of us have our finger in there. In that Romans ten, <laughs> and we're gonna sh- we're gonna we're gonna shed okay. light on these two things right here. Got it. And hopefully, we, before this podcast ends today, we might get to now. Faith is. 
Um, but we're looking at where faith comes from today, right? Yes. Okay. So in Romans 10, it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In John chapter one, in verse one, John records it this way. Go, do you have it? Go yep. ahead and read that. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So if faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, and in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and we know that the word then later on, it says the word became flesh and dwelt among us in verse 14, and we beheld his glory, Mm -hmm. Jesus. We beheld the glory of Jesus The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This grace, this truth is our faith. Yes. You see, it's our faith in Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. that leads us to repentance Mm -hmm. because we see the goodness of God. Yeah. And it's the goodness of God that draws us to repentance. And then we see this grace given to us by the power of the Holy Spirit through faith in Jesus Christ, to walk out, as he's called us, a holy life, righteous before God, right? Yep. And I just lost my finger. Where did it go? Oh, no, John. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> 14, 114. 114. 114. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and and truth. truth. We can have faith in the in the world, in the physical realm. We have faith that the sun's going to come up. Yeah. But God ordained that. Mm-hmm. We can have faith that the chairs like thing. I think we touched on this last yeah. time. We have faith in, in their chairs that they're going to support us. And we have faith in this, that this is going to win. Some of us don't have faith that when we turn the key on our car, it's going to start. Right. You know, some of us do have faith for that. But it says here, the word became flesh and we beheld his glory and of the fullness of grace and truth. And this is where our faith comes from. But how do we get it? How do we get this faith? How do we get this from Jesus for today? So let's look at Matthew 6 in chapter, in in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, we see the beginning of what has been deemed the um, the Lord's Prayer, right? Yeah. And it's it's basically the model prayer because yeah. the disciples came and said, hey, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Right. And I think it's because they saw him doing this all the time. So Jesus, teach us how to pray. And Jesus there says, in this manner, therefore, pray. Now he's saying in this manner, he's not saying in this exact text, this is not exactly how I pray every day. And this is not exactly how you have to pray every day, but in this manner, right? Correct. Okay. So in this manner, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. He's saying, address him as our father, the one that we come forth from. And remember he's in heaven. And his name is hallowed, it's to be holy, it's supposed to be revered by us, it's supposed to be in awe and reverence, right? Yeah. His name, Yahweh, Elohim, all those 
amazing, amazing descriptive names of who he is. I think we discussed that in one of the previous podcasts. Your kingdom come and your will be done where? On earth, earth, just as it is in heaven. That means the will of God be done in me on earth, just as his will is being done in heaven. Mm -hmm. Right? But the next verse is the one I want us to really look at. Give us this day our daily bread. Right? Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I know a lot of us may think, well, give us this day the substance of what we need to function today. Give us the the bread of life today. Give us more Jesus today. But think about this. Jesus is the author, finisher, or completer of our faith. Correct. And we need faith for today, for the now faith. Yes. So let's go to John chapter 4. This is probably like the most amount of scripture I think we've had in any one podcast. <laughs> um, John chapter 4, verses 32 to 34, I think it is. Let me see here. John, that's 16. That's too far. John 4. That's funny. This is what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, then go ahead, go ahead and read them. Okay. So oh. this is about the woman at the well. Yeah, but let's back up. Let's actually back up to 31. Okay. So yeah, go ahead. So this is about the woman at the well. So this is about where Jesus has stayed behind and the disciples are going forward to go find food and everything mm -hmm. like that. And he stays at the well and speaks to the woman at the well. Yeah. And then the disciples return. And the woman says, I'm going to go tell everybody what you've told me, right? Yeah. She's like one of the first great evangelists. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and... The disciples come back, and then they're like, hey, Jesus. Yeah, this is where we'll pick up in verse 31 in John 4. In the meantime, his disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. So what is this food? Hmm. I'm, I'm saying, now hear me out, I'm saying that his communion time with God gives him the bread of life, Amen. his daily bread. I have foods you don't know of. Why? Because I don't believe in John in this, in this particular part, he's talked to them about the, the model of prayer yet, right? We're, oh, okay. we're kind of going back and forth in time um, along the timeline of Jesus Christ, his ministry on earth. It'd be interesting to see. Because John is kind of a standalone gospel, it's not one of the synoptic gospels where like Matthew, Mark, and Luke all have similar, very similar accounts in kind of the same order. And we have to remember that Hebrews never wrote um, literally, you know, in a timeline fashion. He did not go from Joppa to Jerusalem to, Ju you know, he. we don't know he went from A to B to C to D. And that's exactly the way it went. We don't know. We know that he was here and he was there. And we know that when he was here, he was going to there. Oh, okay. But we don't have, okay, on day one, Jesus did this. And on day 34, he did this. And on day 187, he did. Oh, like right? you right. Yeah. Yeah. We, in the Western world, think linear, linear, linearly. There you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Grammar, Chris. But that's not how the Hebrew mind of that day was was working or functioning. So John 
writes in in chapter one mm-hmm. that the word is Jesus. Yes, the word became flesh. If you and read through Je- among us, exactly. And Paul writes in Romans that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Right. Right. Jesus says, "Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word." That proceeds from the mouth of God. Right. And Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. So follow me on this little trail. Okay. So our faith comes from Jesus, and we are to live by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Yes. So I believe our daily bread is our daily faith. Mm. It's our faith that's getting us through the day. It's our faith that says, you know what, God? I don't know what's coming down the pipe today, but you know. There's actually a Hebrew prayer that says, Lord, today is the day that you have made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it because you know all things you have made my way. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but it's like the first thing out of their mouth. Yeah. Is, Lord, this is the day that you've made. I want to rejoice and be glad in it because you are ordaining my steps. Yeah. If I have faith in that, and I believe God that what he says is true and what he says will come to pass and that he has ordained my steps. I have faith to walk boldly. I have faith to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, all that stuff because Jesus said so. True. So one of the things I want to look at is that now faith is. Mm. You see, because a lot of us in life are trying to live off of old faith or even worse, somebody else's faith. Yes. Okay. So we're going to look at Exodus 16, but before we get there, let's, let's go to James. Where yet? So in James two, we see that let's see faith without works is dead is 14 and on. So why don't you just start reading at 14? Okay. Let's go 14 through 18. Okay. James 2, 14 through 18. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. That's the thing I'm looking at. And then down to 20, but do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Yeah. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works? By works, faith was made perfect. You see, we have to put feet to our faith. We have to exercise our faith. We have to work our faith, right? Yes. If we come to the Lord and we're talking with him, he's giving us faith, even when we aren't even asking for it. He's increasing our faith. But if we don't put feet to our faith, if we don't put action, works to our faith, what happens? And I want to get there before we leave in Exodus 16. 
So in Exodus 16, this is where the people of Israel or you know the Hebrews are in the wilderness and this is the first time they're they're seeing manna on the ground right there's a description of what manna looks like and then we find out that you know they if you look at it manna literally means what is it right you know it's kind of i thought that well, the first time i heard that i was like you got to be kidding me that's what manna <laughs> means i thought it was some amazing glorious thing it's a bread of god no it just means what is this and they're told by moses in verse 16 this is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Let every man gather it, manna, right, according to each one's need. Okay? Now listen. One omer for each person, according to the number of persons, let every man take for those who were in his tent. Then the children of Israel did so and gathered, some more, some less. So when they measured it by omers, remember it's one omer per person, he who gathered much had nothing left over. And he who gathered little had no lack. Every man had gathered according to each one's need. Now listen, this is the part I want to look at. And Moses said, let no one leave any of it till morning. But notwithstanding, it says, they did not heed, they did not listen to Moses. But some of them left part of it until morning and it bred worms and stank, and Moses was angry with them. Our faith is like manna. We get it from God. Manna was a gift from God. Yep. And we are told in James to put action, to put works to our faith. For without faith, or without, excuse me, without works in association with our faith, our faith is dead. Correct. We see in Exodus that nobody lacked manna, our daily bread, which is given from God. Jesus says, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Yep. And we can't have leftovers. We can't come to God and, and get a measure of faith, our omer of faith, and leave some of it for tomorrow because we can't use yesterday's faith. And I'm going to kind of leave you guys with this because our faith that's left over, just like manna left over, will breed worms and stink. <laughs> I know good. this is kind of a rough place to kind of put the kibosh stop right here, but we have to end this podcast. So next time we're going to pick it up with what it means to have old stinky faith. And we're going to continue on this journey of now faith is. Amen. Amen. I just want to say thank you, Jesus, for putting your seal upon your word and letting us hear what you have to say to us. Amen. That's going to be it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, we look forward to having you listen on our next one that we'll get to continue to hear about now faith is. <laughs> <laughs>